Good morning and welcome to Coffee on the Hill, a morning devotional with Pastor Todd. Grab a cup and your Bible and let's spend a few minutes together. First Corinthians thirteen, eleven. When I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put an end to childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then we will see face to face. Now I know only in part, then I will know fully even as I have been fully known. And now faith, hope, and love abide these three. The greatest of these is love. Good Thursday morning. Paul in chapter 13, is is crafting a bridge passage. There's conflict in Corinth over a number of issues. And here, there's this issue of spiritual arrogance that uh, erupts in Paul's response to evidently a question about spirituals. It could be spiritual things. It could be people who think they're super spiritual. And so laying out the analogy of the body, uh, it's many parts, no one is more important than the other, he builds a bridge. The real thing that matters in the body is love. And then it'll pick up again in verse 14 with those uh, gifts uh, again. But his aim is to say that we once were on the schoolyard grounds We were trying to vie for everyone's attention. We wanted to be the big dog in the playground. We wanted everyone's attention. We wanted to be the one everybody wanted on their team. Everybody wanted as their friend. And that didn't bother us that other people were hurt and neglected and cast aside and and relegated to second or last place. And Paul comes along to say, that's not how the body works. And once you grow up, you realize that while you're worried about your hair and you're worried about the color of your eyes and the complexion of your face, the look of your hands, that you discover that all those really don't matter if your internal organs aren't working properly. Those things that he describes as unseemly that can't be seen are actually more important. They're behind the scenes. They're, they're what makes everything work. So just because what's heard comes through the mouth or, or what, what is spoken comes through the mouth, what is heard through the ears, what is smelled through the nose, what is tasted in the mouth, the brain, the guts, the muscles and tendons that hold everything together, well, they tend to be more important than we realize. So we could look around and we could lay claim to lots of things in our life of faith that are important. And so he concludes here, faith, hope, and love abide. These three things, above all else, abide. And the greatest of these is love. And for Paul, love is not sentimental. Love is self-giving, other-directed. It's, it's, not, it's not what you feel. He sets this up for us in verses 11 and 12, where the word he uses for reason is literally reason. It's not feel. At some point, we have got to 
reckon with decisions. We've got to work things out. We've got to think things through. We're going with what we know, the best we know. I see in a mirror dimly. I'm I'm doing the best I can with what I have, with the limited foresight and knowledge available to me. One of these days, I'm going to know completely, even as I am known. And this reference certainly is that God knows him. God knows us. And in the same way God knows us completely, one day we will know We'll know what it's like to be loved completely. So the thing that remains, the one element in life that's true, is love. So I think Bauer Schmidt chose an excellent title for his little book, The Love That Is God. I'm not talking about the love that is sentimental. We're talking about the love that gives you life. The greatest of these is the love that gives you life. So when we start talking about the sort of character and the shape our lives take, having been loved by the Father, Son, and Spirit, we are hearing Paul say that the one thing that the triune God has been revealing is that God loves you in a self-giving, other-directed way. Not loves you like a pet, loves you fully. And when we start talking about God's love to others, we probably might do well to spend time thinking about what it is to be loved fully and completely. Not love for what we can do for someone. Not love as a transaction, but love as a gift. And so... May God grant us dimly a look at that kind of love so that one day we may fully grasp what it means. Lord God, there are lots of people who are telling us what love is. Tina Turner wondered what love has to do with it. All you need is love, saying others. And while that may be true, what they were talking about may not be exactly what we're talking about here. So as much as we are able by your spirit, reveal to us your self-giving other directed love so that in our love for you, it shows up in that kind of love for others. A love that won't let them Thank you for taking your time with me here at Coffee on the Hill, a morning devotion with Pastor Todd. And until next time, have a good day.